Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome, everyone, to today's edition of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley here in northern Colorado, and I'm with you for the next hour to be your host, to take your questions and your prayer requests. So the live uh, show is for you uh, that you are listening live as you are listening on Grace FM uh, along the Front Range in Colorado and into southern Wyoming. And all the online listeners, if you're listening on your tablet or smartphone to the Grace FM app and then also the Grace FM website, uh, we want to welcome you. You're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon. But also there's a lot of other people that are listening in on other radio networks, on the Hope and Truth FM radio networks on the East Coast, the Freedom Radio, radio Network, all across the nation, particularly in the South and in the Midwest. So we welcome you as well. And we just wanted to remind you once again very uh, quickly that uh, you can call in at this number that you just heard it, 303-690-3000. That is the call-in number, and we will have our conversation, and then the program is a week delayed. But give me a call. Grab one of those open lines early. Uh, usually what happens is it starts to fill up as the show goes on. The show's only an hour long. The The hour goes by quickly, and we want to be able to get to uh, you as um, as you call in. So grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. Again, welcome everyone on this Tuesday afternoon or evening, wherever you are listening and so glad to be your host today to take your questions and your prayer requests. There's a dedicated text line that is uh, for you as well to be able to pass along a, uh, a prayer request or to ask a question. It is for texting only, and as I always encourage you, be careful when you're texting and be in a safe place, but it is actually a 24-7 prayer line as well, and during the show, we will uh, look at the texts that come in, and uh, we will answer your questions or pray for you in the prayer requests as time permits us. But any time that you want to put in a prayer request, the staff, the prayer team at Calvary Church in Aurora, uh, where Grace FM originates, will be looking at those and praying for you. And I just want to remind you of that. So give me a call, the live call-in uh, the call-in live number, uh, or the, uh, as you do that, the call-in number is 303-690-3000 to be able to talk to you and to be able to have that conversation. And that really is the heart of the show. This is your show. And so, so grateful uh, that we can connect together all across the country, even across the world. There's uh, listeners, uh, there's one listener in South Africa uh, that we had uh, scene um, that uh, came up. And so uh, if you're in South Africa or wherever you're at uh, overseas, welcome to Calvary Life. So glad that you can join us. So we got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. 
Text line is 7203360897. Let's encourage each other. Let's pray for each other. Let's let's talk about the things of the Lord and uh, we get to do that for the next hour. Lots and lots of talking uh radio shows out there, uh other shows uh that are available for you, but this is one that is focused on the things of the God, the word of God, uh the questions that are important to you about the Lord and going to the Lord in prayer. So give me a call 303-690-3000. Got a couple open lines, but let's start by going to Ryan in Aurora. Ryan? Yeah. Welcome to the program. Hi. Just, thank you, sir, for, for all you do. Um, it's a privilege. I just, uh, I just needed a prayer request um, for myself and, and my marriage. Um, uh, with my wife and, and I have just been uh, just having a really hard time uh, communicating uh, the last probably year or so. I've uh, just been fighting a lot. Um, I've just been kind of um, doing ungodly things and been doing mean things to each other, uh, whether it be um, actions or words or um, it's not um, uh, it's not um, character of us, I guess. It's it's out of character, and we're both loving people. We just um, had a, a rough um, last two uh, news in our lives: um, new baby, new house. A new marriage, um, so we're That's just uh, we're just kind of struggling right now. Um, possibility of, <laughs> of going to divorce, and I really um, pray that it doesn't doesn't go there. Uh, yeah, but. you know, Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for you, but a couple of things. I just want to encourage you because a new marriage, a new house, uh, 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 having just a new baby. There can be a lot of stress, and especially having a, a new baby can be very stressful. And as you, as I talk to married couples, uh, one of the biggest problems can be, I mean, there can be all kinds of problems, but the one that I see uh, continually is, is a lack of communication. And communication is so very important. And that really can be diminished when you have a baby because, isn't it amazing how a baby will just drain your energy and takes a lot of work, and yeah. um, it, it's, well, it can be overwhelming on the mother because you know we, yeah. we try to help out as, as fathers, but you know yeah. there, there's only so much we can do, and you know it's right. It's hard for and, us because we feel helpless. And, yeah, and that's where a couple things to to encourage you because you said it's unlike you know your character and. Um, the communication, a couple things, and I'm just, and then I'm going to pray for you. But I'm saying these things because uh, hopefully one or two of these things that I'm going to mention is going to be really a help. Number one is that she really needs your encouragement. She needs your encouragement. And that's why in the scriptures, you know, we're told as husbands and as men that we are to lead our families and we're to live with our wives in an understanding way. And what that means, Ryan, is the things that are important to her need to be important to you. And to, you know, to understand, even as you've recognized, that it's a lot of stress on mom and having a new baby. She needs you. She needs you that encouragement. She needs you to build her up. She needs that affirmation that, you know, that, you know you're taking care of her child. You're working hard. I appreciate that. That will go such a long ways rather than being negative and and any of those kinds of things. So to build her up, 
is going to be very important. Second of all, is to to realize when you do have a baby, things change a lot. And uh, I remember we raised four kids, and I remember those times that was overwhelming. We didn't get to do the things we wanted to do or normally wanted to do, and we just realized that was the season that we were in. But what you guys are doing as parents is so important to the Lord. It, it, it is so much of a priority to the Lord who ordained families and marriages in saying we need to be praying for our our baby. We need to be praying for our child. We need to be praying for our marriage. So I would encourage you, you know, be praying with her every day. It doesn't have to be this labor-intensive kind of thing, but I just want to pray for you. I just want to thank you for, the, you know, taking care of our child. I, I just want to encourage you, and I'll tell you what, that will go a long ways. The other thing, too, is, Ryan, and I don't know if you're going to a church or a part of a church, but to get that fellowship that's really important with other married couples, to to have that support. And one of the things that we have here in Greeley is that um, that we have a marriage fellowship so married couples can come together and encourage one another because it is, it is draining out there and it's difficult out there to have that encouragement. And, and being in Aurora, uh, you have you know some good churches there, particularly Calvary Church. I know they have a marriage fellowship, and the people there are going to minister to you. You're going to be loved. You're going to be served. So those things are going to be a real help to you. Thirdly, and then I'll start praying for you. Fight for your marriage, Ryan. Fight for your marriage. And I think about Nehemiah chapter 4, when the people were tired, all the rubble around them. They said, we can't do this. We can't build this wall. And it says, Nehemiah, he looked and arose, and he said to the leaders and to the people, don't be afraid. Remember the Lord great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, for your sons. Fight for your daughters. Fight for your wives and for your houses. So I want to say this, Ryan, fight for your wife. Fight for your child. Fight the good fight of the Spirit. And I know it can be overwhelming, but the enemy is is going to try to trick you into thinking divorce is the answer. But God wants to restore your marriage. He desires to restore that love, restore your energy. You fight for your family, the good fight of the Spirit. All right? They had a trial in one hand, they had a sword in the other hand, the sword, the word of God. You wash your wife with the water of the word. You pray with her. You pray for her. You live in an understanding way, all right? And then the trial represents you're working hard for your family, and God honors that. And the Lord knows how hard, even many that are listening right now, you work hard for your families, and you work hard when you come home and you're tired when you have small kids and you have a family, but God will sustain you. He will bless you. He will help you. And what you're doing before the Lord and, and desiring to, to minister to your family in a godly way is that he will help you and it honors him. And he wants to bless your marriage. Don't give up. Ryan, don't give up. No, you fight. To. You fight for your family, all right? Get some fellowship. Encourage her. Even as we get off the phone, you go and you say, you know what, honey, forgive me. And Lord, I wanted to just, our marriage to work, and I want to encourage you. And I am so thankful for you, and I value our marriage. 
and I am so thankful for our child. So, Father, I pray for Ryan. I just pray that that you would help him to just be the godly man that you want him to be, to live with his wife in an understanding way, to encourage her, to build her up, to wash her with the water of the word, to have a desire to to fight the good fight of the Spirit for for his child, for his wife, and you are great and awesome, and you've blessed us, and you want to bless his marriage, that he would understand that, and to have fellowship, that he can be encouraged by the brethren, by others, and Lord, that from this time forward, that divorce would not be an option for him, and that he would know that you desire for them to keep their marriage covenant to keep their marriage vows and to move forward in you. And you're the one that can do that. So, Lord, I just pray for your hand upon them. Show yourself strong on their behalf. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, Ryan. Keep keep so hanging. Much, you, you bet. You hang, you hang in there, okay? Hang on yes, to sir. the Lord. All right? And get some fellowship and encourage your wife. And then you let me know how it's going, how God is working, because he is going to work. He is going to work this as you do those plan, things. So either way. That's, all right. God bless you, Brian. Right, God bless you, Jeff. You Bye. bet. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Listen, the days are tough. The, the days are tough and difficult. And I know that a lot of marriages are, are under a lot of strain. Uh, families. Um, just, you know, how Satan is working overtime. And so, but we got to fight the good fight of the Spirit, uh, Christian. And that's what God's calling us to do. And there are times where we get overwhelmed and it just seems so hopeless, but the Lord desires to bless. You know, just Ryan, if you're still listening, um, on the website, uh, uh, Calvary Church in Aurora, marriages at Calvary Church, uh, calvaryco.church marriages at calvaryco.church. You can contact them for their next monthly fellowship, and I know that will be a blessing to you. And uh, they meet once a month on Fridays. Um, So take a look at that. And then here in Greeley for Northern Colorado, we have a marriage fellowship that meets once a month on Saturday. Matter of fact, it is this Saturday, and we have a couple, very godly couple, um, that oversee that. Um, Savannah and Jeremy Bennett. They are such a blessing to our church, and they will be a blessing to you. And one of the things that I encourage the marriage couples, you know, being here in Greeley for 25 years, when we came up, we were young. We had two small children. I ended up raising four kids, so did my wife. But, um, you know, we had fellowship. The church was small. We had fellowship with other couples. It's been a blessing watching our kids grow up and become adults. But it's so important that we have that fellowship and that we uh, are able to encourage each other, develop those relationships. Being with the brethren is very, very important. And don't let anybody take you away from that, okay? Because I can hear talk of, I don't need to be in church, it's not important to be in fellowship, or, uh, you know, I'll just watch virtual, you know, know, services virtually, live stream, Listen, I know that some cannot be in fellowship. I understand that. And that technology is good and great when we're gone, when we can't be in fellowship, maybe health reasons or whatever. But for a lot of us, 
we can be in fellowship. And so expend the energy and take the time to do that. Find a church that you can be plugged in because we need that more than ever before, even, even as the writer of Hebrew says that we are to not forsake the assembly of ourselves together, especially as you see the day approaching. And we need, you know, there's strength in numbers. And one of the things that the enemy will try to do is try to isolate you. And when he can isolate any of us, whatever state that we are in, whether we're married, we have kids, or whether we're single or a single parent, he's going to try to isolate us. And he he can beat up on us, you know, a, a lot more, you know, efficiently and harsher if he isolates you. But if we're with, you know, the brethren, we're staying close to the Lord, not going into his territory because he's like a roaring lion sinking whom he may devour— um, you know, then we're in that place of of just uh, strength and security and um, in a place of blessing. So I just want to encourage you in that because I think there may be some out there that are listening right now. You need to be encouraged in that way. we got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. Let's pray. Let's, let's go to Caroline in Aurora. Caroline? Yes. Welcome to the program. Thank you. How can we minister to you, Caroline? Um, I just want to pray for, um, for, for my family, for myself okay. and my husband. Um, just, we just have some differences um, when it comes down to um, our children, um, my main problem is that my husband has never been accepting of my children, and um, they have gotten grown now. They have children of their own, and I noticed that the um, discontent that he has for the boys is now filtering off into the grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we've been married 25 years, and it is so sad that he has literally never accepted um, my children. And I am just, I, I, I feel like I've just had all that I can take of it. I'm starting to reflect on myself and looking in the mirror and not liking the person that I'm seeing. Um, I don't know why I'm accepting this from him. I have given nothing but all of myself to him, mm-hmm. um, to his family, to friends. And I watch him um, treat other people um, like they mean something in his life, and for him to continue this behavior, I just yeah. I, I I don't think that I can do it anymore, and yeah. I'm ready to make a change. You know, Caroline, it, I know you sound very frustrated, and it's a continued situation. But again, it's like the you know what we have been talking about, even with the caller before. Is I you know to, to pray first of all, you're in that place of praying for the Lord to soften your husband's heart, and he can do that. But also for you to, in calmness and um, and just in sincerity, to go to him and say, listen, let's take a walk. You know, there's some nice days. And, you know, and to be able to get some clarity and understanding on why does he feel this way. Maybe you've had those discussions. Maybe it goes nowhere, but to go back and be praying. And to, again, just be encouraging him with Scripture about he has opportunity to really be a godly influence 
to to his sons, even though they're uh, you know adults or stepchildren and grandchildren, that they need that so much. They need that godly influence. And all of us, that we have people that are linked to us in our lives, that we can be a witness in that way. We can be a blessing in that way. And he has family, and, and family is so important. And again, to emphasize that, but what can we can get this detached? We can get disappointed. Um, we begin to drift away. You're frustrated. But to come together and say, again, as I read that scripture from Nehemiah, and I don't know if you heard it, but to fight for your family and fight for your kids and fight for your grandkids. Because if we don't, the enemy's going to be there looking, and he's going to be lurking, and he is going to pull them away into just the temptations of the world and the things of the world. And that's why it's so important. So look at it from a spiritual, you know, eternal perspective from the scriptures, how important it is. Um, to have those discussion and try to encourage him and then pray for him and pray with him. And and don't give up, though. Don't give up, Caroline. You know, you fight for your marriage and you fight for your kids and your grandkids. And then get some help. Get some encouragement from a church. And I don't know if you're going to church. And, and be in fellowship. I, I can't express enough how important that is for us to be able to do that. And there are people that are going to be there to help you and other men to help your husband and um, that others that are in a similar situation with blended families and the challenges that it brings and to be able to, again, the challenges that it does bring to have clarity and understanding. You may not agree on everything, but you have clarity and understanding and knowing that we need to move forward in a godly way, in a way that's pleasing and that to have that godly influence to your kids you know, both kids, because they, they belong to you guys and your grandkids. So, Father, I pray for Caroline. I just pray that you would help her as she's frustrated. And she, she has maybe, she has good reason to be. This situation has gone on. And being married for 25 years, I pray that this couple would come together and that they would look to you and seek you, that you would help them to fight for their kids stepkids, grandkids, their family, to be a godly influence. And Lord, I just pray that you would help her to look to you for that peace that she needs, the comfort that she needs, and the wisdom that she needs to be able to talk to her husband. And I just pray for that working in their lives and in this family, that there would be looking to you to help them be the husband and wife that you want them to be, the father, the the mother, the grandparents that you want them to be, to be a godly influence to their children, to their grandchildren. And Lord, look to please you and look to you to help them do that in every way, every day, in Jesus' name. Amen. Caroline, I'm going to be praying for you, okay? Okay. Okay. All right, hang in there. Hang in there. Okay. 303 Don't give up, folks. Fight for your families. Fight for your kids. I think that's a message for today. And we need to we need to do that. Our kids need us. Got a couple open lines. 303 690 is the call-in number. The text line 
is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Stan in Longmont. Stan? Hello? You're on Calvary Live. Hi. Um, I just want to say I pray for you guys all the time. All the pastors on the Christian radio mean so much to me, and you guys help me, you know, you know, Praise teach God. me, and I just I tell everybody you guys are inspiration, and I appreciate it, and God bless you guys. Um, no, my problem you. is, is uh, my kids' mom, um, she was uh, with another guy for like nine months. We've been split up for a couple years, but, you know, we go back and forth, you know, and I try to help her, and I try to keep our love alive, but it, it didn't work for the last nine months. Well, since the end of May, she's been, uh, uh, she's been targeted uh, as, like, she's being preyed on by a predator. And this guy's been with many women. I grew up with him since the 80s. I don't, I'm not his friend, but I know how he is. And he got into her personal identity, uh, got into her phones, and, you know, took her title to her car and just, just really ruined her life for credit, everything. So she left state, and she... One minute calls me being mean, and then the next minute calls me needing my help. And I said, just, you got to pray to God and keep fellowship with other right. Christians. And you can't be alone. And I keep telling her, you know, that I'll keep praying for her. But she's terrified of this guy that he's going to go well, to the West Coast from Colorado yeah. and Longmont and follow mm-hmm. him. She can't work that well, out. What she needs to do, what you described to me, is, you know, use the governing authorities. And... And that's what they're there for. If there's identity theft, if there's stealing of information, those things. And then, you know, to go from there, if she feels like she's really in danger, that's what they're there for, to help, to advise, and and for you to be praying because, um, you know, it is a scary thing when you have somebody that's, you know, like a predator or following or stalking or whatever, and those things do happen. But there are legal means in which she can take and to call the governing, you know, authorities. And, um, you know, um, if she's that afraid and they're going to advise her and they're going to tell her what, you know, is, um, you know, available for her. Um, And, you know, you can't just steal somebody's identity if she she knows it's him. Then there are, you know, uh, again, the governing authorities that will be able to advise her a lot better than I ever could, uh, but what her options are and, uh, and to be careful. So father, I just pray as Stan calls for his kid's mom. And, and, uh, as she's in a, a scary situation, I just pray that you would, uh, help her be able to get a hold of the right authorities. Uh, but we pray for your protection upon her. She's afraid. And I just pray that you keep her ex-boyfriend away, um, that he wouldn't come near, no longer cause problems and Lord, that uh, that you would just intervene in this time because you are our protector. You're our high tower, keeper under the shadow of your wings. And Lord, I just pray that you would just um, help her in every way and be with Stan to be able to minister to her and give wise counsel. Uh, but Lord, we know that there are areas where people are very grateful for those who um, are in authority that can help us with these things. And um, and they work good against evil. And I just pray that you would do that at this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And Thank amen. you, brother. Okay, God bless you. God bless you, too. Keep praying. Uh, I appreciate all your uh, good, you know, good preaching, and uh, you really helped out a lot. Uh, she really, since May, has good. been really causing so many trouble for the kids and the family because uh, she's burdening, like, you know, like, 
one minute she needs our help, and then the next minute she's yeah. like in the world, and yeah, she needs all our yeah. prayers. But now she's with good people, her aunt, good uh, in the West she... Coast, and so hopefully, you know, she could get her identity and everything going. But we tried the police and everything, and they they didn't do nothing. We tried for the last two months. Well, you know, we're just going to keep praying that God will protect her. Stan, thanks for the encouragement. I appreciate it. 303-690-3000. Hey, we're getting ready to go to break, and I believe we got all open lines right now, so grab one of those open lines. The break is only a minute or two, and then we're going to be right back for the second half of Calvary Live. You hear the music, so we'll be back on the other side of the break, but all open lines, 303-690-3000. Grab one of those open lines. The text line, 720-336-0897. Text me a question or a prayer request. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. Jeff Biggs of Calvary Chapel Greeley, your host for the second half here. So glad to be with you. Welcome everyone who's listening. Uh, Grace FM, you're listening live on this Tuesday afternoon. Pray you're, you're well beautiful day here. This is such a beautiful time of the year, isn't it, in Colorado? It's the elk are bugling, and the aspens are changing, and, and just love this time of year. So I pray you're doing well. Wherever you're at, give me a call. Love to talk with you. 303-690-3000. Text line is 720-336-0897. So we got plenty of time to be able to talk with you. Hey, just a real quick announcement. You've been hearing on Grace FM the uh, refresh conference that is this Friday coming up in just a couple days and Saturday. So I believe they're still taking registration at calvaryco.church slash refresh. It's for anyone who's in ministry uh, of any capacity in your spouse. And so it's a time of refreshment. We need those times. We need to be refreshed. We need to be blessed. Uh, we need to be encouraged uh, because even as it's hard in our daily lives and living in our personal lives. It's hard in ministry today. Uh, it's not getting easier. It's getting more challenging. I've been in ministry for nearly 30 years, full-time ministry, and I think how things have changed and how difficult it is. So we're very grateful that Pastor Ed Taylor and the staff and the team at Calvary Church is putting on this conference. Be praying for them as we get closer, and I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. There's such incredible servants down there. Um, you're going to be blessed in every way. They've been working very, very hard putting this conference together. So calvaryco.church slash refresh for the refresh conference. Coming up, we're starting to fill up with the phone lines. And so let's go to Emily in Armarillo, Texas. Emily? Yes? You're on the program. Welcome. Hey, thank you for having me. I have mm -hmm. a question about marriage. So I am pretty new Christian. A couple of years ago, I professed Jesus as Lord and was baptized. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to read the Bible and just try to figure out, you know, what he's asking of me and where I'm trying mm -hmm. to go with him. And I have um, a guy that I've been seeing for a couple of years now, and he's great. We have a great relationship. But 
the Lord hasn't really been at the front focal point of our relationship, and I know that that's really important. It's something that I've been kind of questioning him on, and he tells right. me that he believes in the Lord, but he hasn't professed Jesus as Lord, and he doesn't seem, he seems pretty idle to me, and I know that the Bible says do away with idle doers, and his family seems pretty idle. Of course, my family is really broken too, so I don't have a lot of like counseling or guidance that I can, or healthy relationships that I've seen in my life. So I don't know if this is something that, you know, we can work on together and we can read together. Um, But I also know that, you know, Jesus is the only one that can really change somebody's heart. So just really looking for some guidance on that. You know, Emily, and you're showing some wisdom. I think that you've answered a lot of what um, you're wondering about, that you've become a new Christian, you're reading the scriptures, and the scriptures will tell you, as in I would um, reference this to any uh, one who is dating a, a man, that the Bible is very clear that he desires for the men to be the leaders. So you want to look at it in that context. Is he going to be one that's going to lead you spiritually and not just mm-hmm. talk about it or say, I am a Christian, but have no interest in leading you in washing you with the water of the word and going to church and being in fellowship? Is he desiring to honor God with your relationship when, you know, physically, spiritually, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to move forward in purity? Those are the things that, that you are to be looking for and to sit down and have those honest discussions with him and, and to be able to say, you know, this is important to me. This is the priority. I'm growing in the Lord, but, but, you want somebody who's going to lead you spiritually. <clears throat> you know, Emily, one of the things that I've, I've told my daughters, because they grew up in the church, and, and I know you're you're a new Christian, but I think there's a principle here that is for a lot of particularly young ladies, is that, you know, my daughters have grown up in the church. They're, they're young. They're in their 20s. And I've told them, you have to be careful. You have to be careful because you can easily get into a relationship where somebody, you know, you're moving towards marriage or something where they look to you to be the leader and you Mm -hmm. want to wait on that individual who's going to say that with God's help and and with your prayers that I'm going to lead this marriage in a godly way, not walking around like King Tut and all dictatorial and all demanding, but to serve you as Christ, you know, uh, served us to love you as Christ loves the church, you know, willing to lay down your life, to wash you with the water of the word, to, to, to pray with you, pray with you, to be in fellowship with, with other believers, to say, you know, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. You know, and you look at those godly leaders in Scripture, like Joshua who said that, like Nehemiah who said, fight for your families, you know, fight the good fight of the Spirit, one who's going to to grow you and one that you can depend on and is going to be there for you spiritually. And that's what, you know, it sounds like a tall order, but those yeah. are the discussions that you're to have. And I mentioned this yesterday, and I've said this before, not to sound redundant, but Paul the Apostle in Acts chapter 20, he would say that, you know what manner of man I was in all seasons. So Emily... Take the seasons that you need to, to see what manner of man he is. And is he truly going to move forward spiritually for you and be the leader? And get wise counsel. You know, be with, 
you know, be in a church, be in fellowship where you can talk to your pastors, a young adult pastor, whoever it might be, um, other ladies that can pray with you and minister to you. And that's what my prayer is for you as well. Okay. I really appreciate that. That makes a lot of sense. It, it really does. And, and I think here's I'm hoping the, for that, you know, like I yeah. see he has a kind heart that he's willing to do anything for me that you know, like he's willing to show up and that he really loves me and all that stuff. Like I can feel that tenderness in his heart, but at the same time, I'm not seeing that leadership, that action, that forward motion. I just hear the good word and it's good enough for now, but I'm like, what is it going to be like in five years or 10 years? Or what's it going to be like when we have kids or should we decide that, you know? And that's kind of a big deal for me. Yeah. And the Bible says, you know, it's very clear in Second Corinthians, and some people don't like to hear this, but this is the word of God to you, that don't be yoked to unbelievers. Don't be unequally yoked. And you want to look for that godly man who's going to lead you and guide you. And, and that's really has been something that I've been pressing of young, you know, men, of dads. You know, when you raise your sons, raise them to be men. You know, raise them to be godly men. Um, and it's so needed in the church, but for you, and I think that I, I'm kind of pouring my heart out a little bit to you because I have two daughters myself, wait on the Lord, okay, be wise, and and see if he's really going to be the leader, and, and if he's interested in that, um, and that's what I'm going to pray for you, okay? I appreciate that. Thank you for your time today. You bet. Father, I pray for Emily. I just pray that you would help her be with her. Um, Lord, she's growing in the Word of God, but that, Lord, this relationship she's in, I know she cares for this individual, and he probably cares for her, but Lord, that you designed it for where the man is the leader of the house, the leader of that marriage, and that she would see evidence of that, that she would be able to pray with him and talk to him, about these things, that he would take it to heart, and that he would grow into this. Or if not, Lord, that you give Emily just the the wisdom and direction um, and where to go, and that she would take to heart what the Scripture says, not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. But Lord, just guide her and strengthen her, comfort her in every way in this relationship. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. You have a beautiful night. Thanks, Emily. Bye-bye. Be praying. 303-690-3000 is the number to call. You know, wait on the Lord. It's hard to wait on the Lord. And and I know that it, this is not a legalistic thing. This is a wisdom thing um, that the Lord, he says, I want to bless your life, and this is how you can be blessed. When it comes to the marriage relationship, when it comes to being parents, when it comes to, to dating and waiting on somebody, And those of you who are young and those of you who are waiting for somebody, I know that's hard because the big thing that you can face is loneliness. And loneliness is is hard. And when you do have somebody, that the emotions that are there, but look to the Scriptures and trust the Lord, but not only trusting in Him, but resting in His promises and what He's doing in your life. And He wants the very best for you. Listen, for you who are listening, He wants the very best for you. Don't settle for for something that is a compromise from Scripture or what He wants from you. Wait on Him and look to Him in every way. And I hope that's an encouragement 
to any of you that are listening out there that are single, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a desire to be married, but you wait on the Lord for him to bring you a godly individual, and that's both for men and for women. 303-690-3000, the call-in number, the text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to, let's see, we're Maria in New Jersey. Maria? Hi. Thank you for Welcome taking to... my call. You bet. Go ahead. My Okay, my question is, after being saved, if you practice sin, are you still, do you still uh, continue being saved, or do you lose your salvation? Well, uh, it, the question is, were they saved in the first place? Um, Paul writes about in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and you use that word practice sin. When we get saved, we're cleansed, we're forgiven, we're a new creature in Christ, we're born by the Spirit of God, but we still sin. But we should be growing in the Lord, right, Maria? We should be growing in the Lord. So we don't become sinless, but we should be sinning less. But Paul writes something in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and he says a similar thing in the book of Galatians. But he says that, don't you know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, idolaters, adulterers, adulterers, homosexuals, sodomite thieves, covetous, or drunkards, or revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. So he said, those who practice such things, and that is a continual practicing of those things, continuing in sin, habitually with no conviction, no desire to turn away from those sins, Paul gives a warning here. And so the, the, the thing is, were they saved in the first place? Because when we become saved, we should be a new creation in Christ. Again, it doesn't mean we won't have struggles. It doesn't mean that if we do sin, there's no forgiveness, because John writes in his epistle that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And when we do sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. But to practice sin, as Paul's warning here, he says those who do that um, will not inherit the, the kingdom of God. Don't be deceived. So that's why he told the Corinthians in the second letter, he says that, um, you know, uh, examine yourself to see if you are in the faith. So this warning is given here, and I think that's the thing, you know, when, when somebody who's practicing sin with no conviction, no desire to turn away from that sin, no desire to hear the Word of God, I don't know where a person's heart is. We know that Paul wrote to Timothy that he, the Lord knows who are his. And so I can give them Scripture, I can warn them what the Scripture says, and to encourage them that, you you know, should we continue in sin that grace abounds, Romans chapter 6? No, we're dead to sin, right, Maria? We're, we're dead to sin, we're dead to those things, and now we walk in the newness of life. And, uh, and that should strike the heart of every Christian. And, um, and so, um, you know, what the Scripture says, those, those things about practicing sin are very sobering. Right, totally. I understand, and you're correct. Thank you. I, I, I thought so. I wasn't sure, but I, I, I had to uh, call to, to be uh, certain. Yeah. So thank you, know, you so very much. 
It, it, it is hard to see that. Let me give you just another reference. Um, I told you in Galatians, I believe it is, says the same thing. Um, you know, those who are workers of the flesh in chapter 5, so you can read that as well. All right? I I, fin- I read the uh, Galatians today, and I remember it clearly. Thank okay. you so very much. And thank you for calling. Appreciate your question. Take care. God bless. You too. So glad to hear from you guys and Hope FM on the East Coast. You know, Hope FM, you've been a part of Calvary Live for a few years now. They're in, in Pennsylvania um, and New Jersey, and uh, so glad to be with you. We're going to continue uh, with uh, those who listen to Hope FM, those on the East Coast, Pennsylvania. We're going to go to Brenda. Brenda? Yes. You're on Calvary Live. Oh, hi. Thank you for the ministry. So can, thank you. I appreciate it. You go ahead. Okay. Um, I've been experiencing some unforeseen events, and I believe that they're um, dynamic. It's growing with my family. We're all believers. Mm-hmm. And the more I pray—I love God. We love God. And the more mm-hmm. we pray— it's it's know that there's a God because I'm seeing I'm asking the Lord for signs and he's he I believe that he's given me these signs but the unseen, unforeseen event is still taking place at different times and you know um, different things are happening that is not of God at all so. I'm just asking for prayer for my family yeah. because it's 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 very crucial of what um, satanic um, acts mm-hmm. can do to 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 um, individuals. These things are real. Yeah, they are, and we're going to pray for you, uh, Brenda. And the thing is, spiritual warfare is very very real. We we see. Paul writing about that in the book of Ephesians, he said that, you know, you be strong in the Lord. And he he tells us about that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. So he's talking about putting on the whole armor of God. And that's what I want to encourage you to do, you know, Brenda, because here's the thing about a child of God. When we come to Christ, this isn't a playground. This is a battleground. And the enemy is going to come against us. Every single one of us, he's going to fight against us. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. Always remember that. And the second thing is, is that as we put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil or the, you know, as he throws the fiery darts at us. So, Father, I just pray for Brenda. I just pray that as the spiritual warfare has been going on, that, Lord, that you bring protection and strength. And even as James says, that as we submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee. That's a promise from Scripture. To stand on the Word of God, to stand on the promises of God and the ways of God. And I just pray that you strengthen her and her family. The enemy is relentless. And, Lord, as they put on the whole armor of God that's described to us in your Word, that they would be able to withstand the fiery darts that are thrown at them, the schemes of the enemy, the tricks of the enemy, 
and to know this, that greater is he that is in you, in us as Christians, than he that is in the world. So I pray that they would stand on that and to look to your strength, focus on you, to, to turn on the light when there's darkness, when there's deception, to give the truth. Lord, when there is the enemy that uh, comes against us to cause confusion, that you would give the truth of your word. And Lord, I just pray that you would just uh, show yourself strong on her behalf and her family. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. I receive that. And I thank you um, for the prayer and also the ministry and the time that you all take to uh, pray with others as well. Thank you very, very much. And may God bless you as well. You too. Hang on. Hang on in there, Brenda. We fight from victory and remember that the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world that's the good news for us all right god bless you appreciate it hey 303-690-3000 we all the enemy i believe is working overtime in these days in which we're in causing more confusion division um division in the church even and um and we need to recognize paul would write to the corinthians don't be ignorant of satan's devices and his devices are division, confusion. Um, I think about James. I want to read it, and then we're going to go to uh, the next caller here in just a second. But I think this is worth considering uh, as we talk about these things. But James writes about it um, that's very important. He says that uh, where there's envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and everything are there, um, you know, that this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly and sensual and even demonic. But the wisdom that's from above is first pure and peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality, without hypocrisy. So, you know, we have heavenly wisdom that brings peace and it brings, you know, um, it's gentle, willing to yield. And so the enemy, he loves to stir things up. He loves to bring confusion. Confusion. He loves to, you know, bring bitter envy, self-seeking in their hearts, um, you know, boasting against the truth. Those are all the enemy's lies and coming against us. Stay true to the Word of God, the peace of God that He desires to give you, a peace that passes understanding as you go to Him and meditate on the things of the Lord. And so just want to pass that along. Hey, let's go to Betty Jane in... Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Betty Jane? Yes. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. I, Go ahead. I, I love to call. Uh, you know, I try to call once a week and ask for prayer for my uh, grandson and my family. Uh, mm-hmm. These are dark times. My daughter in California will not take him to church, although I've connected them with two churches that are just wonderful. One is run by Jack and Jack and Julie Winkler, and the other one is run by Core. Uh, it's Core mm-hmm. Church in uh, uh-huh. in L.A. And so it's very disheartening that they won't take him to church because he is born again. Okay. And so I just think he has some real yeah. tough stuff going on, and yeah. I pray for him all the time. And then yeah, my other your... daughter in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, will not, would not invite me to her wedding. Okay. Did not, and uh, it was very sad, but uh, I worked through mm-hmm. it. And uh, yeah. 
So I need prayer for my family. If you Absolutely. would, please. Absolutely. And I'm glad you called. It's Father Betty Jane as a mom, as a grandmother. <laughs> really is hurting for her family. We pray for her grandson in California that's not able to be at church, and um, he knows you. But, Lord, I just pray that you change the hearts of, um, Lord, the parents, and, um, Lord, that there's a place for him. There's a place for everyone in the body of Christ. And, Lord, that, um, that he would be in a place where he can hear the Word and grow in the Word and, Lord, be ministered to. And I just pray for her daughter that got married, but there's strain in the family and relationship and not invited to the wedding, the hurt that Betty Jane is feeling. Lord, I just pray there would be a restoring and forgiveness and, Lord, reconciliation. All those things, you know the situation. I just commit it to you. I just pray for Betty Jane, who's hurting for her family. Lord, help her to have wisdom as um, she desires to minister to them, um, that you would work, there'd be a coming together, that you would just push the enemy out who's trying to keep them divided, and Lord, that you would, uh, Lord, bring this family together in a godly way, in a way that, that only you can, in everything that they need, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, be, Thank you. Be praying. You bet, Betty Jane. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, we got a few minutes left. Let's go to Randy in New Jersey. Hi, Randy. Hello. Hi, how You're are you? You're on Calvary you? Live. I'm good. How are you today? Got a couple um, minutes, so you got a question? Okay, I'll try to be quick here. Uh, several years ago, I was working in a place that was very antagonistic toward Christians and, uh, you know, not like in my face, but there was just no believers around me. So I started reading the Bible every morning before going to work, and I encourage everybody to do that. Um, And I still do that even though I'm retired now. And I got up to like Exodus 4, 24 through 27, which is the Zipporah, uh, with Moses getting attacked in the end. And it probably glanced over it many times and this time it just like hit me in the face and I just had to you know I just have to find out more about it like like that's a really strange yeah you read it and you think what's this all about you know Moses has already been commissioned to go to Egypt the Lord has said I want you to go and free my people I've chosen you Moses and it took some convincing of the Lord because Moses didn't want to go um, and uh, so Moses goes, he's on his way, and all of a sudden the Lord, and I'm going to read it just real quickly for the sake of the listeners that are there, That and it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him, that is Moses, and sought to kill him. And then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son, cast it at Moses' feet, and said, Surely you are a husband of blood to me. And so he let him go. And then she said, "Because of, uh, you're a husband of blood because of the circumcision. Here's the thing, and I think, you know, Randy, it goes with the theme of what we've been talking about today. Here was Moses. He was going to go to Egypt, and he was going to lead the children of Israel, two and a half million people, be a shepherd to them, to the promised land. And here was Moses, that he wasn't taking care of things with his family. 
And here was a man that knew the covenant that God had given to Abraham. He was the circumcised son. He didn't do that, and his wife ended up having to do it. So she was Gentile, and so, you know, he sought to kill him. And we see that, you know, that expression that the Lord was dealing with Moses. And I think the the important lesson is this, that guys, that we need to lead in spiritual you know, leadership in our home is imperative that the Lord desires for us to to do. But sometimes we leave it for our wives. We leave it for the kids. We leave it, we become so passive. And I think that goes along with what we've talked a lot about on the show today, about fighting for your marriage, fighting for your kids, be the spiritual leader. Moses, if you're going to go and lead, you know, the children of Israel into the, the promised land, that what you need to do is, first of all, be the leader in your home. And one of the things, Randy, that I tell guys, you know, that want to get in ministry, your ministry starts at home. You got to make sure that things are right at home, that you're loving your wife as Christ loves the church, that you're ministering to your family. None of us are perfect dads. None of us are perfect husbands, but we have been ordained to do that and to circumcise our hearts, even as Jeremiah says, and to you know fulfill those responsibilities that God has for us, of course, with his help and with his grace. So that's really what it shows me here, this story of Exodus. So guys, lead your families. Husbands, love your wives. We've been talking about this the whole show. Look to the Lord. Depend on the Lord. He will help you do that. God bless you, everybody. Thank you, Randy, for calling. A very, very good question. Calvary Live will be back tomorrow at the same time. Have a great evening, everybody. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.